Okay. Hey guys. Welcome back to my podcast called K Talks. I am your host, Kaylin, and let's just get right into today's episode. All right, today's episode is very, very like straight to the point, simple, basic. It's basically what I've learned in quarantine. I'm making this video, making this video. Yeah, this is a video. I'm making this episode mainly because, um, not that quarantine's over, but I'm about to go back out here and risk my life and go to school. And I've been slowly getting out back into, I haven't been with people since March and these last four days has been me like my first time like actually going out with people slowly and like getting back into hanging out with people and like still social distancing and not going like full out crazy. But, you know, before the big shebang school really expose and you know, pray for me. But yeah, that is that. So I feel like this episode was kind of needed because we've been in what quarantine for like five months. We went in March coming out in August. So I've had a big, you know, switch mentally. And I feel like everyone says this, how we went into quarantine, it's completely different how we came out. Shit, it better be different. We spent five months in the house by ourselves. Like, you better have some type of, you know, if you went into quarantine and came out the exact same, something's not right. And, you know, I mean, if you did, that's fine. But, like, me personally, who I was five months ago is not who I am now at all. So we're going to get right into that. And talk about what quarantine has taught me and just some of my views on how everything has been. So the first thing I want to mention is that, or one thing I've realized is that like I'm a real life introvert, like And I feel like my friends listening to this are like, girl, like we already knew that. But I always saw myself as being, oh, like I'm both. Somehow I'm both. Like I am both an introvert and an extrovert. But during this time, like I'd never had a problem with quarantine. And I'm a homebody. I could stay home forever. And that kind of probably like contradicts myself. And like that, that's exactly why you're introvert. But I don't know, like, I kind of felt hurt because I always saw myself as, like, an extrovert, too. But these last couple of days of me going out, I have been so drained. Like, I've been so tired. And I just never knew that people could make me that tired. Like, after today, I'm in this club at my school. And we had to give tours to the incoming freshmen. And... It was, like, I don't even know, like, y'all, like, after, like, talking and, like, being, like, bubbly and happy and social, after I came home and de-coronaed myself, I knocked out for, like, four hours. Like, I was done. Like, I was tired. 
But besides the point, I realized that I'm a introvert and I just never thought I would say that. Like, I am introvert. Like, I obviously I can be like one on one with someone and be okay. But being in like big group settings and just a bunch of personalities and people everywhere and it's just a lot and I get tired and I probably sound like a bitch and I probably sound like I hate people but like I don't like I'm actually I'm nice I feel like I'm nice at times but that's just the honest truth and then on top of that like for instance I went it wasn't like a it was like a small get together at my friend's house it's my first time going out since March And after, like, I was literally there, I was literally talking to her mom. Like, those people, like, everyone there, and I'm over there talking to her mom. And then when her mom, like, left, I was, like, sitting in a chair by myself, vibing. Like, I was, like, I felt bad because I was, like, ready to go. And, like, it wasn't even, like, I don't know, y'all. Like, I just couldn't. Like, usually I would have been, like, having fun and, like, talking to everybody and, like, ah. But, like... I was so tired and I was just sitting in that chair like waiting to like leave and it was like a fun night like I had so much fun but just like my social battery was just drained and people were literally walking by like hey like you've been sitting in that chair for like a minute like everyone's outside and I'm like yeah like I'm about to go and they're like oh but yeah that was just That was a a very long spill for I'm an introvert and, you know, I'm an introvert and I'm proud and I'm not mad about it. It kind of hurt at first knowing that I didn't like being around people like I thought I did. But after actually going out and experimenting with it and realizing it, bitch, I'm tired. I'm wore out. I, I sound like I'm 50. No. Like the fact that I'm like this at a young age... I'm going to be like, (laughs) I'm going to be in my own quarantine when I'm like actually older and drained. Anyway, let's move on to the next topic. So the second thing quarantine has taught me is kind of like, I've been really thinking about you have a lot of time to yourself, you start thinking about, you know, your life and your future and kind of like panicking about what you want to do with your life before you, I, my, me personally, I like to be prepared. I like to know, I hate sporadic stuff. I hate surprises. If you know me, I hate surprises. I hate sporadic things. I like to know every single thing that's going to happen and every single thing in, I'm that, I'm that person. Like I hate not knowing what's going on. Even though I always never know what's going on. But I hate, you know, you get it. Anyway, so during this time, I started thinking, I was like, wait, I'm not 12. Like, I'm actually having to grow up and figure out what I want to do with my life. And my parents aren't going to be there with me 24-7 my whole entire life. If you don't know, I'm an only child. So, I'm not even going to lie. I've been babied my whole life. And they've been carrying me through everything and I'm finally about to get to the point where that carried is about to be dropped that's like a weird way to put it but it's true 
But I've been thinking about what I want to do with my life and kind of what I want to major in, what college I want to go to, all that fun stuff. And it's stressful. Like, you know, it's just, I think it's just crazy how a 17-year-old has to try to put her life somewhat together before she leaves. Like, I just think it's crazy how you make a high schooler choose what they want to do with their life. And it's probably not going to be what they end up doing. And on top of that, like, I was looking at colleges and I I knew it was expensive. I don't know what made me think. Like, it wasn't as expensive as it was. But, like, college is so expensive. Like, I was really looking at it, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I am fucked. Like, not like that, literally, but I was just looking, like, why is college just expensive? Like, I was dead-ass looking at colleges, like, in the UK because I heard it's, like, cheaper and, like, you know, they have better, like, health, not health care, but, like, I mean, damn, they probably do have better health care, but, like, I don't know, all that stuff, but I just knew everything's cheaper over there except for living, but college is way cheaper. I think America is the only place where college is, like, dumb expensive and you have to do all these essays and papers to get into it and testing to get into it and all that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I just think the American school system is whack and the whole entire college ooh, I'm not going to speak on college board because they be lurking and I like my AP score and I want to keep it but yeah I just think it's dumb how everything's based off of numbers in your life and they don't even and they don't even prepare you for the real world like I'm over here learning what x equals and I don't know what a credit score is. I mean, obviously I do now, but like at one point I was knowing, you know, how to find how to find X and you know PEMDAS and shit. And you could have told me to pay my taxes, and I didn't even know how to spell taxes. Crazy, but that's the a lot of thinking about what I want to do in the future. Honestly. As of now, because I know it's changing like 500 times, but I'm really into finance. I think making your money grow and how to make your money grow and ways to invest your money and just helping people with their money. I'm a money person. I like money. I want to help people grow their money. I just thought that'd be an interesting job. So I'll probably do like business and finance tonight. Actually, today... At first, I was like, I don't want to get my master's. Like, I'm not going to school any longer than I have to. But then I really thought about it. And I was like, I feel like make having a master's with that competitive of a job field would really help. Especially being a black woman going into that field would make me... I want to be as qualified as possible going into it and build my resume and build my credentials as much as possible. And I know that I'm young and people always say like, you're so young. Why are you worrying about that? Because I don't want to be like a lot of these adults who are 20 something years old and they're out of crisis because they don't, they don't know what to do because they didn't prepare themselves early enough. And I know I'm probably going to be 20 something years old 
and that's gonna happen to me and I'm sorry if I'm talking really fast because I'm when I get excited about something I start talking really fast but I'm gonna try to slow down I know that I'm probably going to be 20 something years old at a crisis figuring out what I want to do with my life I'm pretty sure it's just human nature that that happens but I'm going to try to avoid that as much as possible and work hard now to where in what my late 40s and 50s I can just chill not chill but like I can have fun so 40s and 50s that's a long time I'm gonna push that up early 30s late late 20s early 30s to where I can just do my job travel have fun live my life so that is that so that's my little crazy mind thing I remember at one point it was like stressing me out like my face was breaking out because I was freaking out about what I wanted to do with my life when I got older and that's why I had to think back and really be realistic really okay Caitlin like you're 17 go study for your ACT and that's another thing like y'all why aren't these schools like I'm so sorry the class of 2020 didn't get their senior year but the class of 2021 is over here fighting demons like we are struggling like I've had my ACT no I took it once did terrible and then I'm trying to sign up for it again but every single date keeps getting canceled and a lot of these schools especially the ones that I want to go to aren't test optional and I'm not sitting in that score like like that like what am I gonna do with that I'm not gonna get in I mean I'll get in but like I'm not gonna get what I want anyway I'm leaving it in God's hands because that's how you have to do it this year 2020 has been a year and at this point you just have to put it in God's hands or whatever, if you're not religious, like y'all, like everyone says, put it in the universe. Or just go with the flow. Because it's been a mess. Anyway. Let's go to the third topic. I'm trying to stop saying so as much because I feel that I always say so. But I feel like there's no words... Maybe I just need to have a short vocabulary. Maybe I need to do that. Read a dictionary. Learn some new words. But anyway. Um, the third thing that whew, that I've really learned during these times is that um, what I can put up with and who I want to deal with or just like where I know my place is with people and even future people coming into my life and I feel like when my life was go 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 like if you know me like I'm always doing something if I'm not hanging out with friends like I'm always doing something school related or just like working on something and I feel like I'm always just going yes I may be in my bonnet in my bed but I was probably doing something before that or after that and now I'm pooped but anyway um I was always going 24 7 like going 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 never had time for myself and during this time of me just going going and never taking a break and sitting down I honestly like lost myself and like I kind of like 
lost the respect of how like, I carried myself not in like a bad way but I never checked in with myself and was like okay like what's going on how are you doing who's in your life what like do they really need to be in your life you know how is this person really treating you like I was just kind of letting people not walk all over me but like in a way yeah like walk I kind of just like you know yeah I let people walk all over me like I just wasn't even thinking about what was going on basically and um (laughs) during this time of just being by myself I realized who needed to go and you know what friendships I need to move around and who I need to cut off and this goes for like friendships and relationships I even that's a whole another story but yeah not gonna go into that (laughs) but um and even like I feel like a part of maturing you have to check yourself and realize like and even ask yourself like okay am I the problem like I had to even, like, I even checked in with myself and was like, okay, this is what I need to fix within myself. Like, you can't expect people to grow and you can't expect yourself to grow if you don't even, you know, check yourself first. Because you may be the person that's causing the issues and you don't even know it. So, yeah. And the things, honestly, I want to work on is, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say them. I have a lot of things I need to work on, but the main things that are coming to my head is not ghosting people and I know not like ghosting people on accident. It's, it's yeah, I kind of not ghosting people on purpose, but I ghost people on accident. Like I am so bad at just like being consistent and like responding back to people and it just kind of goes for friends but like I feel so bad because I just yeah like I I don't even know like how to put it but I'll like I'm just I get really bad like responding back to people or just like being like open with people and being like you know real with people and not always just letting people do whatever they want like actually stopping people and be like hey that's not cool. My friend Alenka, who was on this episode, not this episode, but a couple episodes back, y'all loved that podcast um, that me and her did. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Go listen to that because I feel like that was a good way of how our friendship works. But that's my real dog. That's my ride or die. And she is so good. Like, I actually learned so many things from her that she doesn't even like realize like she's such like a like if she has a problem with you she will like tell you straight up like I'm such a person where like if I have a problem with someone I'm just gonna distance myself and like not even deal with it but she's someone who will like straight up like confront you and deal with it and be like okay this is what you're not gonna do and we're gonna talk about this and then you're not gonna do it again that's basically how she is and I'm trying to get like that and I'm she's honestly taught me to be like I don't agree with that or I don't feel like you should be doing that or like she speaks her mind and I just love that like I love how would I say I I love that she does that because that's something I've never been able to do I just kind of let people do their thing and I just do my thing 
But yeah, that's my bitch. She 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 will call you out. But um, yeah, like just how just like where people stand and how I let people treat me and even how I treat people is something that during this quarantine that I've really paid attention to and realized and even like what I like what I said like what I can put up with and what I can tolerate now because my patience has gone down even lower than it already has I have zero patience and that's something I need to work on I honestly get it from my dad um that's something I got from him that's a trait like I have zero patience and if I have patience for you you have a a very good spot in my heart but I don't have patience for anything so yeah that's the third topic so let's move on to the next one (laughs) this point goes along with college and like future stuff but um we all know during this quarantine with everything going on we have seen people's true colors and um yeah y'all see how I'm stalling with this but we have seen people's true colors and it has made me make my final final decision that I will be definitely trying to attend an HBCU for fall 2021 and I'm speaking that into existence because y'all like it's been ridiculous <laughs> like I did not know it was gonna get this bad like mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. I just can't believe the things that I have heard people say or this the things I've seen and even the conversations I've had with people I just can't believe it like it just like I know nothing is perfect and I know the world is gonna have like like people in this world are gonna have their opinions and their up and downs but when it's just basic human rights and just like I don't know like that's all I can say for this year is I don't know but um basically bottom line is out of pocket and um every single second I keep telling myself in a year I will not have to deal with this and at my HBCU I will be happy and I will be content and I'll be living my best life because you know I know a lot of people say that HBCUs like don't prepare you for the world and that it's one-sided and the world's not black but you know I've lived in a white world my whole life so I feel like I need a little bit of balance to balance that out because I know the ways of white people yeah like when you just talk around me I listen and I pick up everything y'all say so I'm set for life for the most part like I've, I've heard the businesses and I've heard the racial stuff y'all talk about and how y'all think and how y'all operate y'all aren't slick but (laughs) i love y'all y'all aren't slick so you know i just think it would be amazing and a great opportunity to be at hbcu and i'm not even gonna lie i was sheltered 
you know, a lot of my life. That's another topic for another day. But, um, I honestly don't care at this point. I want to be happy and do what I want to do. And I know my parents, I love them to death, but they don't want me to make a single mistake. But let me fuck up. Not too hard, but let me fuck up. I love y'all, but that's just that. Very quick topic, very quick rundown about how I will be attending an HBCU. Oh, HBCUs. I love watching HBCU vlogs. My girl, Taylor Janet. Y'all, I... I'm just going to go on a little rant about Taylor. Taylor is the sweetest YouTuber I have ever talked to. I don't even know her like that. And I feel like we are like having, like, I feel like I could go out to lunch with her and we could just talk. Like she is just so sweet and she just makes me feel so productive and you know when my life's in shambles and nothing's working out I watch her videos and she makes me feel like I'm put together just like seeing a black you know spellman woman doing her thing and being successful and accomplishing things and making you know making her title and making her name her way for herself that is just amazing like I whenever I see a black woman doing good things it makes me so happy and it just it brings like makes me want to cry like but yeah Taylor if you're listening to this I love you and after this it's like 1 right now I've been trying to like get stuff done all day but I'm definitely going to listen to her podcast. It's called The Loki 20s. Go check it out. She also has her YouTube channel called It's Taylor Janet. She's amazing. I actually found her YouTube. I'm going on a whole Taylor rant, but y'all are going to listen. I actually found her YouTube one day when I was like, it was a rainy, sluggish day. And I literally talked, I literally typed in, can I talk? Typed in Spellman Vlogs. And like, she was Oh my god, I don't know if I, I just banged my headphones. But, um, she was the first person, or, like, the first video that, like, popped up. And I was like, oh my god, she's so pretty. Like, I've never watched this one before. And I clicked on it, and I binge-watched her videos in, like, I think, like, two days. Like, all of them. And then afterwards, I was just so, like, sporadically. I was like, I'm gonna DM her and just see if she answers back. And when she answered back, I was shook. I was, I was like, oh my god, I was shook. And now she's like one of my favorite YouTubers, like ever. Like when a YouTuber is so like, when she when you have like a relationship, that sounds like oh my god, that's like awkward. But like when you have like a close like engagement with your followers and like you actually reach out to them, like that that sent me so much. And like, I don't know, like I just feel like we're like friends. Anyway, but yeah, go check out Loki Twenties. It's a really good podcast. Also, her YouTube channel is Taylor Janet. And just any HBCU vlogs are just amazing. You feel like you're there. Like, when I get tired of this suburban county, I, you know, type in a quick HBCU vlog video. 
and my spirits are lifted and I keep t- it kind of makes me sad but like I kind of tell myself I'll be there soon anyway that's my little rant and that is that And my last thing in quarantine, like a big thing in quarantine that has really like shaped honestly like how I've gotten here right now is just you have to do what makes you happy. And I know I speak this all the time. I need to put this on a hat. Just like live your life for you and just like do what makes you happy Because honestly, during this quarantine, like I said, I always thought about a podcast, but I was too scared of what people think and all that jazz. And then I just said, fuck it and did one. And I've gotten nothing but support and nothing but love. And it still shocks me to this day that people actually listen. But yeah, like I just like I just think it's crazy that. You know, we live in such a time where everyone opinion. So, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Something quick, something simple. Like I said, I'm doing a bunch of, like, pre-recordings before I go back to school. Because we all know when life gets busy and hectic again I'm all over the place so I love you guys so so much don't forget to what is it follow rate follow me on my instagram at ktalks and my personal caYY.g. I also just made a twitter I don't even know I'm gonna have to figure that out obviously I know how to work twitter but like I'm going to have to figure out how I want to, like, work, like, work on that. Anyway, love you guys so much. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. And, yeah, love y'all. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast called K-Talks. I am your host, Kaylin, and let's just get into this episode but at first I want to kind of have like a quick little chit chat with you guys it's like super late I'm recording this late I've had it is thundering but I've had a super crazy week and I don't know if this is gonna go up on Wednesday or go up on Thursday we might have to start doing Wednesdays and Thursdays because yes my school schedule is very chill but my internship is kicking my ass. So, um, yeah, so I just want to welcome everyone back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, if you know me, I like to talk a lot. So this episode is going to be kind of lengthy, but not too lengthy. So let's just get into our little chit chat and I'm gonna call this episode the black table talk because this is this is exactly this is exactly what this episode is gonna be a black table talk okay so I feel like so many things has happened this year in general and I was like scrolling on twitter and I saw a tweet 
that said 2021 2020 bitch we're in 2020 2021 is in four months and it kind of made me think like what what happened like what what you know like where where did the year go and then I realized okay well yeah we were in quarantine for the first half and then there's just been a lot of stuff going on and I've just realized how this year yes this year has been terrible but we have to think of like the little things that this year has brought us somewhat joy I guess you could say like there's been little things here and there can I name them off the top of my head no but I know there's probably good things here and there that has happened but I feel like in the last two weeks a lot of stuff has happened like there was an explosion I don't know if that was last week or two weeks ago but there was an explosion in Lebanon I probably just butchered that but um I heard the only place that has like true donations and true money going to it is I think the Red Cross so donate to that because that was tragic and at first I thought it was like an attack but they said it was like a malfunction or something happened. So I just I pray for everyone over there because that was just such as that was a that was just a sad situation over there. And then another thing, like we're still in this pandemic. Where I live, um I live in the south. I live in Georgia. We're acting like the pandemic has gone away and it doesn't exist while it is very much still so. Miss Rona is still out grubbing and eating people up so you know we're still dealing with the worldwide pandemic which the numbers aren't going down so I don't know I don't know another thing I recently went back to school now get off my dick the reason why I went back to school is because I'm taking AP class this year and I just know I wouldn't be able to do that online and then on top of that I have such a hard time with math and I have to be in a classroom for it um yeah I didn't want to go back to school myself like yeah I did but I just don't want to put like my parents at risk for anything so the way I set my schedule up I have a free period in the morning so I don't go until 10 and I leave at 12 so I'm there for three hours and in those three hours I'm in two classes because we have a block schedule and everyone wears their mask and I avoid people as much as possible I always go around from crowds and I'm just not not touching nobody hand sanitizing it up I get home work out take a shower all that so school is definitely yes it's like what the fourth fifth day of school it's been super chill almost I feel like my junior year was so hectic and I was so you know anxiety on 500 24 7 where these last couple of days I've been like wow like school is chill but my internship is just going haywire and all the other things that I have going on is going haywire one thing about me is I might not have I always like to recently I've been liking to pack on my schedule which isn't healthy but I like the feeling of like having my phone you know buzzing not like with like with important stuff like being able to check emails like yes it gets tiring but it's just like a 
like a drive almost like okay like I have a meeting like today I was at a spin class me and my friend we went and um that was my first time going to the gym in a long time which I was kind of skeptical about going at first but it was like stickers all over the place and they had temperature checks and like the bikes and like there was nobody in the class compared to what it was before and bikes were all spread out and like it was just different but you know it's our new normal and you have to wear a mask in the gym you don't have to but we wore masks in the gym so I went to that and you know in my head I was like okay like I have a meeting at seven so I'll just join it you know in the car I brought my headphones or when I get home it was like 6 30 and my friend was like she literally said in the class oh shit and her phone was like blowing up and she had a meeting so we you know the class was basically over it was cool down so you know me I was all for the cool down I'm ready to stretch out you know we just you know died you know spinning our asses off and then I missed the cool down so the instructor was like bye girls and we're literally like bye love you wiping the bikes down you know me still trying to do a damn cool down running down the stairs legs feel like noodles and my friend's driving listening to her zoom call having to talk while I'm keeping an eye making sure I don't miss my zoom call so it was kind of hectic but it just made us realize that you know we're not yeah we're still young but we have things that we have to get done that was a long rant about school but back to like the important stuff even though like I mean yeah no it's not important that wasn't really important but back to like the world issues going on because there's a lot going on that I I didn't realize was going on I think it's crazy how much stuff is going on in this world and it's kind of disgusting because I this is not getting any attention at all but in I don't know what country it is but it almost looked like the holocaust like the they had these um Muslim like Muslims and they were like walking in a straight line it literally looked like the holocaust and they were like torturing these people and then like I did some research into it not like fully because obviously I don't know where it is but I was like looking at what they were doing to them and it it was like disgusting like they were basically making them eat pork if you know like in um their religion they're not supposed to eat pork and they're basically like, torturing them and then they're torturing women and I just think it's crazy because if that was literally going on in the U.S., <clears throat> oh my gosh, I don't even have water around me, but if that was literally going on in the U.S., everyone would have gone, like, it would have been, like, ridiculous. Like, everyone would have been freaking out. Is that the same thing I said about the explosion? If that would have happened in New York, you know, it would have been, like, a way bigger deal over in the U.S., but I feel like because social media hyped it up, then everything then it actually got attention in, you know, I don't know if you, if it, it makes sense in my head, I don't know if you're connecting what I mean. Basically, if it happened in the U.S., then I feel like people would care more about it. But since it's not affecting the homeland, then no one's really, I mean, people care, but no one, you know, not everyone's, you know, you know, putting in all the effort that they would if it was happening here, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense but that's going on <clears throat> and then one morning I just I don't, I stopped checking Twitter in the morning because honestly it was just you know raising my blood pressure 
and it was just a lot but the one morning that I did um look on Twitter there was a fire tornado in California I don't know what that was about I just kind of glanced at it and I was like you know what you know what it's mm -mm." I just said you know God's got it so I let that go and then as we all know the election's coming up um yeah the election's coming up and we're just gonna pray for that miss harris queen harris do your thing you know we're just gonna pray for this country and then also black lives matter movement that is still going on it's still gonna continue i don't care what you say it's never gonna go away but it's just, I just think it's crazy how the media, once everyone stopped tearing stuff up, then they stopped showing it. Because yes, there's still protests still, protests still going on. Yes, there's still trials happening. And, you know, people are still being, you know, wrongfully convict- convicted and, you know, killed. And police brutality is still happening. And just because people aren't tearing shit up or, you know acting not acting buck wild but you know you know really voicing out and being mad about it you know the media is not covering it but it's still a thing and don't forget that but um going off of that the one that kind of really made me like whoa is the little boy that got shot while riding his bike now I didn't really look into it, but I just know from that it was a lot of like controversial like, okay, y'all aren't protesting for him or like, how was this Black Lives Matter? Like it was a lot of controversial back and forth, like why does his life matter? That type of thing. And I don't like, I just think it's crazy like, a little boy lost his life and you're trying to backfire on, you know, George Floyd. Like, both the, like, there was um an infograph. Those are really big in 2020 to educate yourself. But there was one going around and it was saying, like, both of their deaths were sad and they're both just as important. Which is true. Like, I don't understand why people have to make such a big deal. Not a big deal, but, you know drag each other over someone's death like just respect like it was a sad situation on both parts both shouldn't have happened both were minding their business and it didn't end the way it should have at all but yeah and there was just a lot of backlash between both communities but that's my little chit chat I just hit my mic really hard but that was my little chit chat about what has happened like these last this last week two weeks basically from the last time i talked to you what has happened um so yeah that is that now on to my black table talk now a little backstory on why i'm making like making my there's my country sad coming out but a little backstory on why I'm making this episode I feel like 2020 has been a year of like acknowledging things and things that need to be fixed and just ending unnecessary stuff 
And I feel like there's been a lot of pressure on people to act right and don't mess up or don't say anything stupid or dumb. And I just think it's crazy how people expect one community to be perfect. If we, and I just think it's crazy how people expect one community to be perfect and our own community isn't doing right. And we have our own mess that's going on and we can't even get it together. So with that being said, I personally made a list of things that I feel like in the black community that we need to start paying attention to and that we need to discuss. This is not to bash. This is honestly just my opinions. And I hope that y'all kind of agree with it too, because you can bash Karen and white people all day and talk shit about them. But at the same time, we have issues in our community that needs to be fixed. And don't worry, I'm going to call out Karen's too. Probably next episode or the episode after that. I'm going to go off. But today, I'm just going to, you know, push out what we probably need to work on. No, not even probably what we need to work on in the black community. And it's just time to let go of a lot of these things. So welcome to the Black Table Talk. Let's have a seat. Grab your sweet tea. Grab your soda, water. If you're 21 older, grab your wine. And let's talk. So the first thing, I talk about this so much because I feel like so many people, yes, they discuss it. And yes, they you know, try to call it out and fix it. But I feel like it's such a way it's such it's literally embedded in just like the black community. I don't care like how you say like, no, it's not. Yeah, it literally is because colorism is all around us 24 seven. Like it it really is. And I think it's terrible. It's it's literally a generational thing. Like don't stay in the sun for too long or you'll get darker or, or just skin bleaching and just so many things that we just probably don't even realize that have been said to us as like children and just even in society like I know who was um Lucas Coley he was dating like a darker skinned female and people were like bashing him about dating her or like I know there was another rapper who was dating like a darker skinned female and people were also bashing her And I feel like there's so many, like, just there's so much stuff where I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, we're all black and we're all going to go through the same things. Yes, there is light skin privilege. I don't know if y'all read about that conversation, but there is light skin privilege. And that is true. It's just the thing. It's just, I just, I think it's disgusting, honestly, because if you're black, you're black. And I also heard like, like even in my own family, like, um, if you're like being light skinned, you're not black and, or like you're not truly black. I, I don't even, there's just a lot of things I'm starting to realize as I get older that I have different views on just listening and educating myself more. Yeah. Just in the black community, just colorism is just such a, it's such a, just, it's just n- not needed at all. Because 
because honestly like when you're a little girl like these little like especially now because these young kids especially i'm gonna talk about little girls because i feel like little girls are like obviously more sensitive and they're more you know they they see it more but kids are literally on social media now more than more than i was you know i didn't get my first phone till literally like what middle school i know some people listen to this are like you got your first phone in middle school yeah but i know now like my little cousin she's like well she's eight but she has her first phone and i just think that i don't want her seeing someone making fun of her skin tone and not calling her beautiful because she's gorgeous like she she's beautiful she you know and I just think it's crazy that I don't even know how to like put into words I just think you have to think about the younger generation and what they're gonna grow up with and what they're gonna have to deal with because yeah we're older and it's gonna brush over our heads because we've built up the confidence that we needed and we've gone through it and it's like okay I'm not gonna obviously not gonna listen to you I know I'm beautiful I know I'm the shit yada 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 but you know girls who are in middle school where that is the hardest part of learning who you are they're not gonna get that message the same way they're gonna think oh my hair is not pretty oh my skin color is not pretty okay so I'm just ugly when that's not true because it's the stereotype that they always look into you see where I'm coming from I just think that at like at this point now we have to start looking at the younger generation and fix it for them because when you think about it like yeah I'm, I'm 17 but like obviously I haven't hit the hardest parts of my life but I just I've I've passed like the young middle school elementary school phases and from my age I feel like I'm pretty mature so honestly I don't really give a fuck about anything I mean like that has to do with people really and like what they have to say but like going for like younger kids and like what people are saying about them in society and like what is going on in their neighborhoods around them what people are saying about them and you know I just think it just needs to be fixed before you know, it gets to them and it already is around them, but I just want it to be fixed. You know what I mean? So hop on that train. And another thing I wanted to add on to that, like, it's not just men. I think there's so many things. Yes, I bash men all the time and I always say men are trash, but like with all these topics I'm going to talk about, like, half the time like especially with this one it's not just men that are like calling out you know dark skin light skin shit like women are just as bad as men like I've heard so much junk from women and young girls about light skin dark skin skin tones in general more than I have men almost yeah, so I just want to like get that a point, uh, get that point across that it's not just men, like it's also women and men. So let's go on to my second topic. So this one kind of, 
I want to say like pisses me off, but I just, I just don't understand why it's still around, but like, not why it's still around, but like why we can't fix it. And I'm actually going to put two topics together because now I'm looking at my list and they go together, but generational curses and generational trauma. So if you don't know what it is, generational curses is just negative patterns that continue down a family history and generational trauma obviously comes from these her her, can I talk comes from these curses can you hear my nails in the background ASMR whatever but I just don't like obviously I understand, like, if you're in the same environment, you gotta break out of it, or, like, not, okay, let me, let me retract myself. If you're in the same environment, it's gonna be harder to break out of it than someone who isn't in the same environment, but I feel like if your mama has, like, 10 kids, one of them kids better be different than the rest of them. Because there's no way that all 10 of y'all are going to become. Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast called K-Talks. I am your host, Kaylin, and let's just get into this episode. But at first, I want to kind of have like a quick little chit chat with you guys. It's like super late. I'm recording this late. I've had, it is thundering. But I've had a super crazy week and I don't know if this is going to go up on Wednesday or go up on Thursday. We might have to start doing Wednesdays and Thursdays because yes, my school schedule is very chill, but my internship is kicking my ass. So, um, yeah, so I just want to welcome everyone back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, if you know me, I like to talk a lot, so this episode is going to be kind of lengthy, but not too lengthy. So, let's just get into our little chit-chat, and I'm going to call this episode the Black Table Talk, because this is, this is exactly, this is exactly what this episode is going to be, a Black Table Talk. Okay, so I feel like so many things has happened this year in general. And I was like scrolling on Twitter and I saw a tweet that said 2021, 2020, bitch, we're in 2020, 2021 is in four months. And it kind of made me think like, what, what happened? Like what, what, you know, like where, where did the year go? And then I realized, okay, well, yeah, we were in quarantine for the first half, and then there's just been a lot of stuff going on. And I've just realized how this year, yes, this year has been terrible, but we have to think of, like, the little things that this year has brought us somewhat joy, I guess you could say. Like, there's been little things here and there. Can I name them off the top of my head? No. But I know there's probably good things here and there that has happened. But I feel like in the last two weeks, a lot of stuff has happened. Like, there was an explosion. I don't know if that was last week or 
two weeks ago where there was an explosion in Lebanon. I probably just butchered that. But um, I heard the only place that has like true donations and true money going to it is I think the Red Cross. So donate to that because that was tragic. And at first I thought it was like an attack, but they said it was like a malfunction or something happened. So I just, I pray for everyone over there because that was just such as, that was a, that was just a sad situation over there. And then another thing, like we're still in this pandemic where I live. Um, I live in the South. I live in Georgia. We're acting like the pandemic has gone away and it doesn't exist while it is very much still so. Miss Rona is still out grubbing and eating people up. So, you know, we're still dealing with the worldwide pandemic, which the numbers aren't going down. So I don't know. I don't know. Another thing, I recently went back to school. Now, get off my dick. The reason why I went back to school is because I'm taking the AP class this year. And I just know I wouldn't be able to do that online. And then on top of that, I have such a hard time with math and I have to be in a classroom for it um yeah I didn't want to go back to school myself like yeah I did but I just don't want to put like my parents at risk for anything so the way I set my schedule up I have a free period in the morning so I don't go until 10 and I leave at 12 so I'm there for three hours and in those three hours I'm in two classes because we have a block schedule and everyone wears their mask and I avoid people as much as possible I always go around from crowds and I'm just not not touching nobody hand sanitizing it up I get home work out take a shower all that so school is definitely yes it's like what the fourth fifth day of school it's been super chill almost I feel like my junior year was so hectic and I was so you know anxiety on 500 24 7 where these last couple of days I've been like wow like school is chill but my internship is just going haywire and all the other things that I have going on is going haywire one thing about me is I might not have I always like to recently I've been liking to pack on my schedule which isn't healthy but I like the feeling of like having my phone you know buzzing not like with like with important stuff like being able to check emails like yes it gets tiring but it's just like a like a drive almost like okay like I have a meeting like today I was at a spin class me and my friend we went and um that was my first time going to the gym in a long time which I was kind of skeptical about going at first, but it was like stickers all over the place and they had temperature checks and like the bikes and like there was nobody in the class compared to what it was before and bikes were all spread out and like it was just different, but you know, it's our new normal and you have to wear a mask in the gym. You don't have to, but we wore masks in the gym. So I went to that and you know, in my head I was like, okay, like I have a meeting at seven. So I'll just join it, you know, in the car. I brought my headphones or when I get home, it was like 630. And my friend was like, she literally said in the class, oh, shit. And her phone was like blowing up and she had a meeting. So we 
you know, the class was basically over. It was cool down. So, you know, me, I was all for the cool down. I'm ready to stretch out. You know, we just, you know, died, you know, spinning our asses off. And then I missed the cool down. So the instructor was like, bye, girls. And we're literally like, bye, love you. Wiping the bikes down. You know, me still trying to do a damn cool down. Running down the stairs. Legs feel like noodles. And my friend's driving, listening to her Zoom call, having to talk while I'm keeping an eye, making sure I don't miss my Zoom call. So it was kind of hectic. But it just made us realize that, you know, we're not... Yeah, we're still young, but we have things that we have to get done. That was a long rant about school, but back to, like, the important stuff. Even though, like, I mean, yeah, no, it's not important. That wasn't really important, but back to, like, the world issues going on. Because there's a lot going on that I, I didn't realize was going on. I think it's crazy how much stuff is going on in this world. And it's kind of disgusting because I, this is not getting any attention at all, but in, I don't know what country it is, but it almost looked like the Holocaust. Like the, they had these, um, Muslim, like Muslims and they were like walking in a straight line. It literally like the Holocaust and they were like torturing these people. And then I, I did some research into it not like fully because obviously I don't know where it is but I was like looking at what they were doing to them and it it was like disgusting like they were basically making them eat pork if you know like in um their religion they're not supposed to eat pork and they're basically torturing them and then they're torturing women and I just think it's crazy because if that was literally going on in the U.S. oh my gosh I don't even have water around me but if that was literally going on in the U.S. everyone would have gone like it would have been like ridiculous like everyone would have been freaking out is that the same thing i said about the explosion if that would have happened in new york you know it would have been like a way bigger deal over in the u.s but i feel like because social media hyped it up then everything then it actually got attention in you know i don't know if you if it, it makes sense in my head i don't know if you're connecting what i mean basically if it happened in the u.s then i feel like people would care more about it but since it's not affecting the homeland then no one's really i mean people care but no one you know not everyone's you know you know putting in all the effort that they would if it was happening here if that makes sense oh that makes sense but that's going on and then one morning i just I i stopped checking twitter in the morning because honestly it was just you know raising my blood pressure and it was just a lot. But the one morning that I did um, look on Twitter, there was a fire tornado in California. I don't know what that was about. I just kind of glanced at it and I was like, you know what? You know what? It's mm-mm. I just said, you know, God's got it. So I let that go. And then as we all know, the election's coming up. Um... <clears throat> yeah the election's coming up and we're just gonna pray for that miss harris queen harris do your thing you know we're just gonna pray for this country and then also black lives matter movement that is still going on it's still gonna continue i don't care what you say it's never gonna go away but it's just i just think it's crazy how the media once everyone stopped tearing stuff up then 
they stop showing it. Because yes, there's still protests still protests still going on. Yes, there's still trials happening and, you know, people are still being, you know, wrongfully convict convicted and, you know, killed and police brutality is still happening. And just because people aren't tearing shit up or, you know, acting, not acting buck wild, but, you know, you know, really voicing out and being mad about it, you know, the media is not covering it. But it's still a thing. And don't forget that. But um, going off of that, the one that kind of really made me like, whoa, is the little boy that got shot while riding his bike. Now, I didn't really look into it, but I just know from that, it was a lot of, like, controversial, like, okay, y'all aren't protesting for him, or, like, how was this Black Lives Matter? Like, it was a lot of controversial back and forth, like, why does his life matter? That type of thing. And I don't, like, I just think it's crazy, like... A little boy lost his life and you're trying to backfire on, you know, George Floyd. Like, both the, like, there was um, an infograph. Those are really big in 2020 to educate yourself. But there was one going around and it was saying, like, both of their deaths were sad and they're both just as important, which is true. Like, I don't understand why people have to make such a big deal, not a big deal, but, you know, drag each other over someone's death like just respect like it was a sad situation on both parts both shouldn't have happened both were minding their business and it didn't end the way it should have at all but yeah and there was just a lot of backlash between both communities but that's my little chit chat I just hit my mic really hard but that was my little chit chat about what has happened like these last this last week two weeks basically from the last time i talked to you what has happened um so yeah that is that now on to my black table talk now a little backstory on why i'm making like making my there's my country sad coming out but a little backstory on why I'm making this episode I feel like 2020 has been a year of like acknowledging things and things that need to be fixed and just ending unnecessary stuff and I feel like there's been a lot of pressure on people to act right and don't mess up or don't say anything stupid or dumb and I just think it's crazy how people expect one community to be perfect if we and I just think it's crazy how people expect one community to be perfect and our own community isn't doing right and we have our own mess that's going on and we can't even get it together so with that being said I personally made a list of things that I feel like in the black community that we need to start paying attention to and that we need to discuss this is not to bash this is honestly just my opinions and I hope that y'all kind of agree with it too because 
you can bash Karen and white people all day and talk shit about them, but at the same time, we have issues in our community that needs to be fixed. And don't worry, I'm going to call out Karen's too, probably next episode or the episode after that. I'm going to go off, but today I'm just going to, you know, push out what we probably need to work on. No, not even probably what we need to work on in the black community. And it's just time to let go of a lot of these things. So welcome to the black table talk. Let's have a seat. Grab your sweet tea, grab your soda, water. If you're 21 older, grab your wine and let's talk. So the first thing, I talk about this so much because I feel like so many people, yes, they discuss it and yes, they, you know, try to call it out and fix it, but I feel like it's such a way, it's such, it's literally embedded in just like the black community. I don't care like how you say like, no, it's not. Yeah, it literally is because colorism is all around us 24-7. Like, it, it really is. And I think it's terrible. It's it's literally a generational thing. Like, don't stay in the sun for too long or you'll get darker or, or just skin bleaching. And just so many things that we just probably don't even realize that have been said to us as, like, children. And just even in society, like, I know, who was um Lucas Coley? He was dating, like, a darker-skinned female And people were, like, bashing him about dating her. Or, like, I know there was another rapper who was dating, like, a darker-skinned female. And people were also bashing her. And I feel like there's so many, like, just there's so much stuff where I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, we're all black. And we're all going to go through the same things. Yes, there is light skin privilege. I don't know if y'all read about that conversation. But there is light skin privilege. And that is true. It's just a thing. It's just, I just, I think it's disgusting, honestly, because if you're black, you're black. And I also heard, like, like, even in my own family, like, um, if you're, like, being light-skinned, you're not black. And, or, like, you're not truly black. I don't even, there's just a lot of things I'm starting to realize as I get older that I have different views on, just listening and educating myself more. Yeah, just in the black community, just colorism is just such a, it's such a just, it's just not needed at all. Because because honestly, like, when you're a little girl, like, these little, like, especially now, because these young kids, especially, I'm gonna talk about little girls, because I feel like little girls are like, obviously more sensitive and they're more you know they they see it more but kids are literally on social media now more than more than I was you know I didn't get my first phone till literally like what middle school I know some people listen to this are like you've got your first phone in middle school yeah but I know now like my little cousin she's like well she's eight but she has her first phone and I just think that I don't want her seeing someone making fun of her skin tone and not calling her beautiful because she's gorgeous like she she's beautiful she you know and I just think it's crazy that 
I don't even know how to like put into words. I just think you have to think about the younger generation and what they're going to grow up with and what they're going to have to deal with. Because yeah, we're older and it's going to brush over our heads because we've built up the confidence that we needed and we've gone through it and it's like, okay, I'm not going to obviously not going to listen to you. I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm the shit, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, girls who are in middle school where that is the hardest part of learning who you are, they're not going to get that message the same way. They're going to think, oh, my hair is not pretty. Oh, my skin color is not pretty. Okay, so I'm just ugly. When that's not true because it's the stereotype that they always look into. Do you see where I'm coming from? I just think that at like at this point now, we have to start looking at the younger generation and fix it for them because when you think about it, like, yeah, I'm, I'm 17, but like, obviously I haven't hit the hardest parts of my life, but I just, I've, I've passed like the young middle school, elementary school phases. And from my age, I feel like I'm pretty mature. So honestly, I don't really give a fuck about anything. I mean, like that has to do with people really, and like what they have to say, but like going for like younger kids and like what people are saying about them in society and like what is going on in their neighborhoods around them what people are saying about them and you know I just think it just needs to be fixed before you know it gets to them and it already is around them but I just want it to be fixed you know what I mean so hop on that train And another thing I wanted to add on to that, like, it's not just men. I think there's so many things. Yes, I bash men all the time. And I always say men are trash. But, like, with all these topics I'm going to talk about, like, half the time, like, especially with this one, it's not just men that are, like, calling out, you know, dark skin, light skin shit. Like, women are just as bad as men. Like, I've heard so much junk from women and young girls about light skin dark skin skin tones in general more than I have men almost yeah so I just want to like get that a point uh, get that point across that it's not just men like it's also women and men so let's go on to my second topic So this one kind of, I wouldn't say like pisses me off, but I just, I just don't understand why it's still around, but like, not why it's still around, but like why we can't fix it. And I'm actually going to put two topics together because now I'm looking at my list and they go together, but generational curses and generational trauma. So if you don't know what it is, generational curses is just negative patterns that continue down a family history and generational trauma obviously comes from these can I talk comes from these curses can you hear my nails in the background ASMR whatever but I just don't like obviously I understand, like, if you're in the same environment, 
you got to break out of it or like not okay let me let me retract myself if you're in the same environment it's going to be harder to break out of it than someone who isn't in the same environment but I feel like if your mama has like 10 kids one of them kids better be different than the rest of them because there's no way that all 10 of y'all are going to become Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast called K-Talks. I am your host, Kaylin, and let's just get into this episode. But at first, I want to kind of have like a quick little chit-chat with you guys. It's like super late. I'm recording this late. I've had, it is thundering, but I've had a super crazy week and... I don't know if this is going to go up on Wednesday or go up on Thursday. We might have to start doing Wednesdays and Thursdays because, yes, my school schedule is very chill, but my internship is kicking my ass. So, um, yeah, so I just want to welcome everyone back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, if you know me, I like to talk a lot. So this episode is going to be kind of lengthy, but not too lengthy. So let's just get into our little chit chat. And I'm going to call this episode the Black Table Talk because this is this is exactly this is exactly what this episode is going to be a Black Table Talk. Okay, so I feel like so many things has happened this year in general. And I was like scrolling on Twitter and I saw a tweet that said 2021, 2020, bitch, we're in 2020, 2021 is in four months. And it kind of made me think like, what, what happened? Like what, what, you know, like where, where did the year go? And then I realized, okay, well, yeah, we were in quarantine for the first half, and then there's just been a lot of stuff going on. And I've just realized how this year, yes, this year has been terrible, but we have to think of, like, the little things that this year has brought us somewhat joy, I guess you could say. Like, there's been little things here and there. Can I name them off the top of my head? No. But I know there's probably good things here and there that has happened. But I feel like in the last two weeks, a lot of stuff has happened. Like, there was an explosion. I don't know if that was last week or two weeks ago, but there was an explosion in Lebanon. I probably just butchered that. But um, I heard the only place that has, like, true donations and true money going to it is, I think, the Red Cross. So donate to that because... That was tragic, and at first I thought it was like an attack, but they said it was like a malfunction or something happened. So I just I pray for everyone over there because that was just such as that was a that was just a sad situation over there. And then another thing, like we're still in this pandemic, where I live, um, I live in the South. I live in Georgia. We're acting like the pandemic has gone away, and. It doesn't exist while it is very much still so miss rona is still out grubbing and eating people up so you know we're still dealing with the worldwide pandemic 
which the numbers aren't going down. So I don't know. I don't know. Another thing, I recently went back to school. Now, get off my dick. The reason why I went back to school is because I'm taking the AP class this year. And I just know I wouldn't be able to do that online. And then on top of that, I have such a hard time with math. And I have to be in a classroom for it. Um, yeah, I didn't want to go back to school myself. Like, yeah, I did. But... I just don't want to put, like, my parents at risk for anything. So, the way I set my schedule up, I have a free period in the morning, so I don't go until 10 and I leave at 12. So, I'm there for three hours. And in those three hours, I'm in two classes because we have a block schedule and everyone wears their mask. And I avoid people as much as possible. I always go around from crowds and I'm just not not touching nobody hand sanitizing it up I get home work out take a shower all that so school is definitely yes it's like what the fourth fifth day of school it's been super chill almost I feel like my junior year was so hectic and I was so you know anxiety on 500 24 7 where these last couple of days I've been like wow like school is chill but my internship is just going haywire and all the other things that I have going on is going haywire. One thing about me is I might not have, I always like to, recently I've been liking to pack on my schedule, which isn't healthy, but I like the feeling of like having my phone, you know, buzzing, not like with like with important stuff, like being able to check emails, like yes, it gets tiring, but it's just like a like a drive almost like okay like I have a meeting like today I was at a spin class me and my friend we went and um that was my first time going to the gym in a long time which I was kind of skeptical about going at first but it was like stickers all over the place and they had temperature checks and like the bikes and like there was nobody in the class compared to what it was before and bikes were all spread out and like it was just different but you know it's our new normal and you have to wear a mask in the gym. You don't have to, but we wore masks in the gym. So I went to that and, you know, in my head, I was like, okay, like I have a meeting at seven. So I'll just join it, you know, in the car. I brought my headphones or when I get home, it was like 630. And my friend was like, she literally said in the class, oh shit. And her phone was like blowing up and she had a meeting. So we... You know, the class was basically over. It was cool down. So, you know, me, I was all for the cool down. I'm ready to stretch out. You know, we just, you know, died, you know, spinning our asses off. And then I missed the cool down. So the instructor was like, bye, girls. And we're literally like, bye, love you. Wiping the bikes down. You know, me still trying to do a damn cool down. Running down the stairs. Legs feel like noodles. And my friend's driving listening to her zoom call having to talk while I'm keeping an eye making sure I don't miss my zoom call so it was kind of hectic but it just made us realize that you know we're not yeah we're still young but we have things that we have to get done that was a long rant about school but back to like the important stuff even though like I mean yeah no it's not important that wasn't really important but 
back to like the world issues going on because there's a lot going on that I I didn't realize was going on. I think it's crazy how much stuff is going on in this world. And it's kind of disgusting because I this is not getting any attention at all, but in I don't know what country it is, but it almost looked like the Holocaust. Like the they had these um Muslim like Muslims and they were like walking in a straight line it literally looked like the holocaust and they were like torturing these people and then like I did some research into it not like fully because obviously I don't know where it is but I was like looking at what they were doing to them and it it was like disgusting like they were basically making them eat pork if you know like in um their religion they're not supposed to eat pork and they're basically like, torturing them and then they're torturing women and I just think it's crazy because if that was literally going on in the U.S., <clears throat> oh my gosh, I don't even have water around me, but if that was literally going on in the U.S., everyone would have gone, like, it would have been, like, ridiculous. Like, everyone would have been freaking out. Is that the same thing I said about the explosion? If that would have happened in New York, you know, it would have been, like, a way bigger deal over in the U.S., but I feel like because social media hyped it up, then everything then it actually got attention in, you know, I don't know if you, if it, it makes sense in my head. I don't know if you're connecting what I mean. Basically, if it happened in the U.S., then I feel like people would care more about it. But since it's not affecting the homeland, then no one's really, I mean, people care, but no one, you know, not everyone's, you know, you know, putting in all the effort that they would if it was happening here, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense but that's going on <clears throat> and then one morning I just I don't I stopped checking Twitter in the morning because honestly it was just you know raising my blood pressure and it was just a lot but the one morning that I did um look on Twitter there was a fire tornado in California I don't know what that was about I just kind of glanced at it and I was like you know what you know what it's mm-mm. I just said, you know, God's got it. So I let that go. And then as we all know, the election's coming up. Um, <clears throat> yeah. The election's coming up. And we're just going to pray for that. Miss Harris, Queen Harris, do your thing. You know, we're just going to pray for this country. And then also Black Lives Matter movement, that is still going on. It's still going to continue. I don't care what you say. It's never going to go away. But it's just, I just think it's crazy how the media, once everyone stopped tearing stuff up, then they stopped showing it. Because yes, there's still protests still, protests still going on. Yes, there's still trials happening. And, you know, people are still being, you know, wrongfully convict- convicted and, you know, killed. And police brutality is still happening. And just because people aren't tearing shit up or, you know, acting, not acting buck wild, but, you know, you know, really voicing out and being mad about it, you know, the media is not covering it. But it's still a thing. And don't forget that. But um, going off of that, the one that kind of really made me like, whoa, is the little boy that got shot while riding his bike. Now, 
I didn't really look into it, but I just know from that it was a lot of like controversial like okay, y'all aren't protesting for him or like how was this black lives matter? Like it was a lot of controversial back and forth like why does his life matter? That type of thing. And I don't like I just think it's crazy like a little boy lost his life and you're trying to backfire on you know George Floyd like both the like there was um an infograph those are really big in 2020 to educate yourself but there was one going around and it was saying like both of their deaths were sad and they're both just as important which is true like I don't understand why people have to make such a big deal not a big deal but you know drag each other over someone's death like just respect like it was a sad situation on both parts both shouldn't have happened both were minding their business and it didn't end the way it should have at all but yeah and there was just a lot of backlash between both communities but that's my little chit chat I just hit my mic really hard but that was my little chit chat about what has happened like these last this last week two weeks basically from the last time I talked to you what has happened um so yeah that is that now on to my black table talk now a little backstory on why I'm making like making my there's my country sad coming out but a little backstory on why I'm making this episode I feel like 2020 has been a year of like acknowledging things and things that need to be fixed and just ending unnecessary stuff and I feel like there's been a lot of pressure on people to act right and don't mess up or don't say anything stupid or dumb and I just think it's crazy how people expect one community to be perfect if we and I just think it's crazy how people expect one community to be perfect and our own community isn't doing right and we have our own mess that's going on and we can't even get it together so with that being said I personally made a list of things that I feel like in the black community that we need to start paying attention to and that we need to discuss this is not to bash this is honestly just my opinions and I hope that y'all kind of agree with it too because you can bash Karen and white people all day and talk shit about them but at the same time we have issues in our community that needs to be fixed And don't worry, I'm going to call out Karen's too, probably next episode or the episode after that. I'm going to go off. But today, I'm just going to, you know, push out what we probably need to work on. No, not even probably, what we need to work on in the black community. And it's just time to let go of a lot of these things. So welcome to the Black Table Talk. Let's have a seat. Grab your sweet tea, grab your soda, water. If you're 21 older, grab your wine and let's talk. So the first thing 
I talk about this so much because I feel like so many people, yes, they discuss it and yes, they, you know, try to call it out and fix it, but I feel like it's such a way, it's such, it's literally embedded in just like the black community. I don't care like how you say like, no, it's not. Yeah, it literally is because colorism is all around us 24 seven. Like it, it really is. And I think it's terrible. It's it's literally a generational thing. Like, don't stay in the sun for too long or you'll get darker or, or just skin bleaching and just so many things that we just probably don't even realize that have been said to us as, like, children. And just even in society, like, I know, who was um, Lucas Coley? He was dating, like, a darker-skinned female. And people were, like, bashing him about dating her. Or, like, I know there was another rapper who was dating, like, a darker-skinned female. And people were also bashing her. And I feel like there's so many, like, just there's so much stuff where I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, we're all black. And we're all going to go through the same things. Yes, there is light skin privilege. I don't know if y'all read about that conversation. But there is light skin privilege. And that is true. It's just the thing. It's just, I just, I think it's disgusting, honestly, because if you're black, you're black. And I also heard, like, like, even in my own family, like, um, if you're, like, being light-skinned, you're not black. And, or, like, you're not truly black. I don't even, there's just a lot of things I'm starting to realize as I get older that I have different views on, just listening and educating myself more. Yeah, just... In the black community, just colorism is just such a, it's such a just, it's just not needed at all. Because, because honestly, like, when you're a little girl, like, these little, like, especially now, because these young kids, especially, I'm gonna talk about little girls, because I feel like little girls are, like, obviously more sensitive, and they're more, you know, they, they see it more but kids are literally on social media now more than more than I was you know I didn't get my first phone till literally like what middle school I know some people listen to this are like you got your first phone in middle school yeah but I know now like my little cousin she's like well she's eight but she has her first phone and I just think that I don't want her seeing someone making fun of her skin tone and not calling her beautiful because she's gorgeous like she she's beautiful she you know and I just think it's crazy that I don't even know how to like put into words I just think you have to think about the younger generation and what they're gonna grow up with and what they're gonna have to deal with because yeah we're older and it's gonna brush over our heads because we've built up the confidence that we needed and we've gone through it and it's like okay I'm not gonna obviously not gonna listen to you I know I'm beautiful I know I'm the shit yada 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 but you know girls who are in middle school where that is the hardest part of learning who you are they're not gonna get that message the same way they're gonna think oh my hair is not pretty oh my skin color is not pretty okay so I'm just ugly when that's not true because it's the stereotype that they always look into.
you see where I'm coming from? I just think that at like at this point now, we have to start looking at the younger generation and fix it for them because when you think about it, like, yeah, I'm I'm 17, but like obviously I haven't hit the hardest parts of my life, but I just I've I've passed like the young middle school elementary school phases and from my age I feel like I'm pretty mature so honestly I don't really give a fuck about anything I mean like that has to do with people really and like what they have to say but like going for like younger kids and like what people are saying about them in society and like what is going on in their neighborhoods around them what people are saying about them and you know I just think it just needs to be fixed before you know it gets to them and it already is around them, but I just want it to be fixed. You know what I mean? So hop on that train. And another thing I wanted to add on to that, like, it's not just men. I think there's so many things. Yes, I bash men all the time. And I always say men are trash. But, like, with all these topics I'm going to talk about, like, half the time, like, especially with this one it's not just men that are like calling out you know dark skin light skin shit like women are just as bad as men like I've heard so much junk from women and young girls about light skin dark skin skin tones in general more than I have men almost yeah, so I just want to like get that a point, uh, get that point across that it's not just men, like it's also women and men. So let's go on to my second topic. So this one kind of, I wouldn't say like pisses me off, but I just, I just don't understand why it's still around. But, like, not why it's still around, but, like, why we can't fix it. And I'm actually going to put two topics together because now I'm looking at my list and they go together. But generational curses and generational trauma. So, if you don't know what it is, generational curses is just negative patterns that continue down a family history. And generational trauma obviously comes from these cur- 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 can I talk comes from these curses can you hear my nails in the background ASMR whatever but I just don't like obviously I understand like if you're in the same environment you gotta break out of it or like not okay let me let me retract myself if you're in the same environment it's going to be harder to break out of it than someone who isn't in the same environment but I feel like if your mama has like 10 kids one of them kids better be different than the rest of them because there's no way that all 10 of y'all are going to become 